Welcome to the Wanting It More podcast. I am your host, Janet Denton-Howes, and it's an absolute delight to have you here. I'm a marriage and intimacy educator, as well as a creator of the Wanting It More program, which has helped thousands of women who are married to men want and enjoy it more in the bedroom. You know, having low desire was something that I personally struggled with for years in my marriage, so I absolutely get it all. You are not alone. Just a heads up, I use all the words in this podcast, so if you've got little ears around or you're in public setting, you may want to pop in some earbuds. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Wanting It More podcast. I am Jenna, and today I am going to attempt a how-to episode, how to enjoy your husband's touch again. I rarely do these types of episodes, even though I know my audience loves them, because it is not often a simple three-step process. There's usually a lot more subtleties and sometimes and maybes and gray areas. So I'm going to attempt it today. We'll see how it goes. So I'm wondering, do you ever feel like you would rather your husband never touch you again? I hear this all the time. I had a woman tell me how or ask me, how do I get over not liking to be touched? I used to love it. And now I just want to be left alone. There can bring, uh, this can bring up a lot of guilt, feeling like you just aren't the partner that your husband deserves, that you're somehow a bad wife. And this can lead you to tolerate the touch or try to push yourself to initiate touch when you really aren't into it, or even participate in routines around touch, like kissing when you see each other that you're really not into and you kind of dread, but you feel like that is what good partners do. This is what healthy marriages you know, need. This can bring up a lot of shame as well, because you're wondering, oh, what's wrong with me if I don't want to do this. I really love my husband. He's a good guy. I used to like his touch uh, when we first got together. So what's changed? And this can feel really scary because it can feel like you have no control over your body's response. And you can just feel numb and touched out if you've got children and just you know, leaving with very few options because either you're going to tolerate and push yourself and feel gross inside, or you're going to say no and not touch each other or um, dodge your husband's advances, but then deal with the consequences of having a grumpy, angry husband who is feeling rejected and you don't want that either. And you probably don't want a touchless marriage either. You want to have the warmth and connection that that can bring. So right off the bat, you're not alone. I hear this all the time. It's something I experienced for years in my relationship. And this can be such a vicious cycle because you keep on experiencing touch that you aren't wanting, that isn't 100% yes for you. And then you're sending messages to your body and your brain that reinforce that you don't like touch. And sometimes this can happen for years. Uh, I mean, up to like 35, 36 years, I've heard even more than that. And, you know, added to this is that that level that I spoke about before of anxiety that you aren't living up to some sort of standard. And then there can also be resentment as well. Uh, Why do you have to put yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable or not enjoying yourself? And you may just want to tell your 
husband to screw off. Like, get out of here. <laughs> stop, stop touching. It's just so annoying and frustrating. Okay, so here is when I'm going to try to attempt to break it down into a couple of steps, uh, three steps. The first one is you got to take the pressure off of touch. And pressure can come in a couple of forms. The most common ones I see are the first being touch is being used by your husband to prove that you love him. If you love me, you would touch me. If you're not touching me, you don't love me. And the pressure of that expectation, the weight on your shoulders can cause fear, can cause anxiety. It can cause you to freeze. It's just too much because touch can't prove love. Do you love your husband? You do? Okay, you love him. And how you deal with this is really talking to your husband about the, you know, what's going on for you. Uh, if this is your reality, you can say something like, I love you very much and I want to explore my relationship with touch and what's going on for me that I seem to be tolerating things that I don't really enjoy or I mean you would explain your own unique situation here or dodging your advances or um, not wanting to initiate touch with you or sort of freezing up when you do touch me and I'm finding myself not communicating what's working for me and what's not working for me. So share with him what's really going on. I mean, it's just your truth. You're not trying to be manipulative. You're not trying to uh, make him feel bad. You're not trying to tell him that, you know, he's wrong in any sense of the word. You're just telling your, your truth. And I know that can be hard. I know this is a difficult conversation and I know it's really worth it because you're never going to get to the place of enjoying touch if you're feeling the pressure of touch having to prove your love. So you share your experience with him and then um, and then you make a request. Um, maybe you go for a period of time where he doesn't initiate touch or maybe when you find yourself pushing yourself to touch him, when you want to show your love, but you really don't want to do the touch, maybe you verbally tell him that you love him instead. Maybe when you're on the couch and he reaches over to hold your hand while you're watching TV and you've never liked that, maybe you request that instead of doing that, he just verbally ask for reassurance or share his love for you that way. So instead of using touch, maybe you can switch to verbal affirmations. The second way that touch can uh, feel very pressury is when it's, it is expected to turn into sex. And this can happen so many times you go for a kiss and then he pulls you in a little closer and then there's tongue and then there's groping and then you feel his erection against your leg and off you go, you know, and he may use some strategies like guilt or um, hints, not so subtle hints that are really coercion. Uh, I want I wanted to say in disguise, but no, they really are. It's using whether it's intentional or not on his end. It is using your insecurities to push towards something that he wants. And so again, this needs to be a conversation with your husband, talking to him about the impact 
that this expectation of ex um, of moving touch into sex is causing for you. And for the most part, I find that women just want to avoid touch altogether because that pressure is too much. It causes too much fear and anxiety. And very soon, actually, you're going to be feeling anxious, just you know, holding hands or just having a quick kiss on the cheek because of that pressure. So the first step is you got to take pressure off of touch. If you are not feeling safe and you are feeling um, that weight and you are feeling like you're just always dodging and you're in the sort of tolerating or pushing away phase, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Second step, if there were steps, <laughs> but there aren't, these all mingle together, is you, you need to learn what you actually enjoy. And I found that there's two phases of this. The first phase is unlearning what you've been taught you should enjoy. This is a difficult one because you're so immersed in it, from media to romance novels to conversations with friends to your husband's expectation. And what you'll see if you open your eyes a little bit to these messages that there are some very narrowly defined touches that seem to count in our culture. And they usually involve the kissing, uh, breast, bum, genitals, any sort of touch around those areas, neck kissing and, and touching, things with your tongue, butt slaps, I don't know, nipple tweaking. I don't know. <laughs> There's, they're very narrow and they usually involve just those very specific areas of the body. And even that, even uh, massages and foot rubs, those seem to be very acceptable as well. You may not like these things, but you're pushing yourself to like them. And then you're saying that I don't like touch. But what's really happening is that you don't like the touch that you think you should be liking. And then the second step is learning about your preferences and getting very specific about your preferences giving yourself permission to like what you like and don't what you don't like what you don't like. This is really tricky again because you're working off of these expectations from culture around what you are supposed to like. And it can feel really scary to break outside of that mold, especially if you have a husband who is putting pressure on you to like very specific things because he likes them. And the last step, I mean, okay, the learning what you actually enjoy, I, I spend a lot of time with my participants and wanting it more in my program. This isn't, this is a very difficult step. It takes quite a lot of work. And, but here we are trying to do a, a simple episode on how to's. <laughs> Uh, the last step is giving yourself permission for your preferences to change minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. Nothing that you share with your partner is set in stone. So you may have a conversation about what you like and you may say, I really like neck rubs and he goes in for a neck rub and you're just not feeling it that day and that's okay. So it's not just sort of a green light for everything. The way my husband and I 
work with this is he doesn't initiate very much touch. And when he does, he understands that I can immediately sort of move his hand away or say no or shift my body or be be as direct as I need to be if I'm not enjoying that specific touch. And I find that mostly that is what I do if he does initiate it because I just need to be the one to initiate it. That's just the way it works best for me and that's okay. And it leads to way more touch in our relationship than if I was constantly saying no and dodging and reinforcing those messages in my brain that I don't like touch. And, you know, this is going to be very unique to each couple because each individual is going to have different sensitivities. I happen to be a highly sensitive person. And so I need to be very specific and very um, like permission-based for myself when it comes to touch. Um, so yeah, well, I hope that those, that gives you some sort of idea of a bit of a roadmap towards enjoying your husband's touch again. As you can see, it isn't a simple process. There is some hard conversations to be had. There are some unlearning of cultural messages that you need to get through. And then there is that long and the lifelong practice of getting to know who you are and your unique sensitivities and your unique preferences. Personally, I don't think that that is going to change anytime soon. I think that I will be working on that for the rest of my life. I will be vacillating between, oh, I, I should like this and I shouldn't like this. I'll give you a real quick example before I say goodbye. So if I can explain this, uh, when my husband and I were would be laying in bed, I would often put my leg over top of his legs. And I would do this again and again and again for years. But I realized when I started to do this process and get very clear with myself about what I don't like and what I do like, I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the feeling of my leg being fully over top of his. Why was I doing this? It's what I saw in movie, TV, you know, media. When I saw couples snuggling, I saw people doing this. And what I realized is I don't like that. What I actually like is to tuck both of my legs underneath my husband's. And that was weird. I'd never seen it done before, but it makes sense because I like that firm pressure on my body and I'm often cold. And so putting my leg on top of my husband's is cold, but sticking it underneath, I get that nice firm pressure and I also get to keep warm. So I still find myself putting my leg on top of my husband's just out of habit and also because of those messages. And I need to remind myself quite frequently, oh, Jenna, you don't like this. Tuck your legs under your husband's and you're going to get the same connection and closeness and snuggly feeling that you're craving. Okay, well, I hope that this episode has brought you some uh somewhere closer to where you want to be. If you don't like touch with your husband or your husband's touch, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not alone. You're not broken. There are 
hundreds, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of women who feel the same way as you. I felt like this for years. And um, yeah, and there's so much hope. There's so much hope to find touch that you genuinely enjoy and will initiate and will look forward to. All right, I'll talk to you in the next one. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. It's really hard to get the word out about a podcast about sex. What would really, really help is if you would leave a rating and a review. And I know that you get asked this all the time in different podcasts, but please, I beg you, it would really, really help so that more women who need this message will hear it. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. It's the purple icon. And if you go to the podcast page where it shows my face, and has a little button that says latest episodes. If you scroll down past the episodes and you get to a section called ratings and reviews, there's a little purple writing thing that says write a review. If you click on that, it will ask you to give it a five stars. Actually, you can put any stars, but five is what I would love. And put a title and then write your review. Thank you so much for supporting this little venture here and I really am so grateful. If you are curious about wanting it more and how this program could help you want and enjoy sex more with your husband and you feel like it may be a great next step for you, you can go to janetdentonhouse.com slash wanting it more to sign up for the wait list, to learn more to see when we're running our next round. All right, that's it. I'll see you next one.